Greetings and salutations. You've successfully arrived at the bloody disgusting network. Coming up next is something indescribable, tantalizing, and mind-numbing. Enjoy. I saw Tyson beat Sphinx on TV. Did you ever watch The Twilight Zone? God, remember the Twilight Zone with Burgess Meredith? Remember, he, he, he loved to read, and there was a nuclear war, and he had no friends anyway, and he was oh, down on yeah, basic glasses. What about the mannequins that got two weeks off and turned into humans, and they were allowed to go out and shop for two weeks on their own, and then this one came back, and it was over two weeks, and the other mannequins went, come over here for a minute, and turned them into plastic. You, you want to see something really scary? Welcome, everybody, to Zoning Out. I'm Christopher Feinstein. I'm John Sachs. I'm Frank Bonacci. And Justin Feinstein. Whoa! Full Whoa, name Johnny! We are here today to talk about season, not episode one, season one of episode... <laughs> season one, episode 27. The Big Tall Wish. <laughs> An aging boxer finds himself the winner of a match he thought he had lost. The result, a six-year-old... What? The result of a six-year-old's frantic wish. But can a world-weary, embittered man still believe in miracles, or will he turn his back on them? What do we think? I mean, we should probably, right off the bat, talk about how amazing the casting is for this episode. Yeah. How matter-of-fact, for its time especially. For its time. For its time. I, yeah. I, I, don't, is there a, I didn't really look into it, but was there a precedent for this? Kind of doing this? Just like a full... Like full cast of no, so, so the whole cast is people of color. Yes, after the airing of the episode, it was revolutionary having an all black cast in American television, essentially 1960s, and it was awarded the 1961 Unity Award for outstanding contribution to better race relations. Wow! Mm. And I mean, that's just that's just further evidence that shows you how ahead of its time that this show was. Serling as well, right? He was yeah, yep. he's about that life. And you know what's amazing about it? Race. Is never brought up once. Nope. It's just, here are the leads of the show. The episode is about the plight of a boxer, and they never talk about anything regarding race. He's treated nope. like any other lead of any other episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. That, uh, that and, like, Serling's biggest achievement up to this point in the public eye is Rec Room for a Heavyweight. So it's him returning to the boxing world. Yeah. So that must have been like, oh, shit, he's doing another boxing drama. So, yeah, I guess we'll talk about the plot. So, washed-up boxer Bully Jackson sitting around hanging out with uh, his neighbor's kid. Feeling good, Bully? Feeling sharp? <laughs> take a tiger tonight, yeah, huh, Bully? Take a tiger. I'm going to take a tiger, Henry. I'll give him a left and a right and one to the stomach and then pick him up by the tail and throw him right up into the ninth row. <laughs> You're looking good, Bully. You're looking sharp. You going to watch? You fooling. I yell so loud you hear me all the way to St. Nick. <laughs> Henry. No, 
Henry. 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 His mother's Henry Temple. Name is Francis. Francis, yeah. right. And the kid looks up to him like almost like a father figure, and he's really good to the kid. He's a washed up boxer, and he's just you know he's he knows he's at the end of his career. He don't got much left in him, but he's just this is the only thing he knows how to do. His face is all tore up from years of just taking punches. A fighter don't need a scrapbook, Henry. And you want to know what he's done, where he's fought? You read it in his face. He's got the whole story cut into his flesh. And so the kid's like, I'm going to make a wish for you. And it got and him and his whole conversation with the kid throughout this episode is there's no magic. There we go to Bully uh, backstage. What do you call that before the boxes come out? It's in the, you know, the locker room. Uh, the locker room. He's in the locker room with his trainer. Backstage. He's backstage. backstage you know. Theater kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's backstage for boxing with his uh, trainer, <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Back to formula. Did that guy not look like Willem Dafoe? He looks that specifically yeah. like Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin. <laughs> it's always neat, that little trick of yours. <laughs> but you stood up for yourself. You got your revenge. But I owed you one. Well, now I owe you one. Now I owe you one. So there's a guy. Who's the guy who comes in who's like saying, I'm betting against you? That guy was just a total dick to him. And he, oh, that was a... Uh, promoter? The prom- I guess the, promo- the promoter. I yeah, I guess yeah, he was, I think the, he was promoter. the promoter. The local yeah. bookie. Yeah. yeah, something. And, the uh, Don King they, of that era. Yeah. You piece of garbage, you. You're betting on him, aren't you? Well, it ain't no hold of cow. It ain't enough. He sells flesh by the pound. He comes in here for a dirty 20 bucks, supposed to help me, and then bets on the other guy. Well, I may be a bum upstairs in another 10 minutes, but right now I'm going to fight a beautiful first round. Now, you touch Bully. me, Bowley, and I'll have you up for 10 years. I swear to you, Bowley, I'll fix your wagon good. Now, you hold a layoff of me, you're coming crazy. He goes to punch the guy, and he punches the wall and breaks his knuckles in his right hand. Yeah. So he goes into the match handicapped. They cut to him in the boxing match. He's not doing too good. He's about to get laid out, and get laid out he does. And as he's getting counted out, the kid is at his TV watching the match, and he's just wishing, just wishing his fucking head off with his head pressed against the TV. Which really beautiful shot, by the way. I really like that shot. So we return to the boxing match. It's the his opponent who's laid out, and he's won. Goes backstage. Willem Dafoe takes his bandages off. <laughs> goes backstage. He goes backstage. He goes back to holding, and... <laughs> And he's just like, man, I really thought my hand was busted. He's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, when he knocked me down, I, what? When he what? When he knocked me down, Joe. When he knocked me down. I don't even remember getting up. The next thing I knew, there he was at my feet. You're talking crazy, Bully. You killed him. Whatever. He's like, well, no, I, I remember being laid out and then I must have got back up. Okay, whatever. He's walking back to his apartment. He's like, you know, the hero. Go, way to go, Bully. Everybody's like, yeah. He goes meets his neighbor. Who? How is he not banging her? I mean, I, I, I took it that oh, he was. He might be. I, uh, yeah, I think he's. Is that what was implied? Because it's just like. I think so. Okay. I think so. I gotta say, one thing about yeah. the actor playing. I, he, great act. Great performance. Didn't have a boxer's physique. Yeah, he was a little lumpy. A little low. He had titties mm. like me. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, but I mean, that, that's what boxes' bodies back then. They were yeah. just fucking, you body. know. They were, it was a different time. They were just husky drunks that just went into the ring and punched yeah, each other true. in the eyes. It wasn't like a, a like an art that it is today, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing this for being <laughs> right to the eye. <laughs> that's what happened then. They just gave him like $15 and they got in the ring and just punched each other. <laughs> they just pummeled each other's eyes for a few minutes and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the sweet signs. Yeah. <laughs> 
wasn't very technical then. There was no liver shots or anything. <laughs> Once somebody figured that out, though, in boxing, that you could, like, punch somebody in the liver and put them on the fucking ground, there had to be some serious yeah. damage being done to people. <laughs> you ever see like, the first see... guy that figured that out. Did you ever see, like, those Tyson liver shots when he would just fucking oh. hit somebody in the... Mm. They look like they hurt so bad. Like, oh, my God, oh. they do. And those don't hit you instantly. Like, that's, fucking, like, a ball, like a... that's like a ball hit. When you get hit the <laughs> yeah. ball, you got that half right. second of, like, second brace yourselves. <laughs> it's like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And then you just on the ground. <laughs> then you piss blood for the next month or so. Oh, there was he had knockouts, but liver shots, right? Like they yes. stopped the fight oh, because yeah. Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched. The, I saw a clip of him on TikTok the other day, and it blew my. He's the scariest fighter I've ever seen. Listen, oh my god, dude! Go on when they would go into the ring, because you know it's like. You know, they meet right before. Yeah. yeah. And every boxer does the same thing, right? They're kind of moving. They're kind of trying to stay loose. And you just see Tyson's eyes going like this. He's like a fucking, that's how a lion he's, looks at like a predator. That's what it is. He's like a primal yeah. predator. It was fucking the most <laughs> badass thing I've still ever but seen. But then, as soon as the fight was over, he kissed you and said, thank you very much. The best is Eddie yeah. Murphy's bit about it. Thanks thank for the fight, Mike. He know how to administer that ass whipping well, Mike, don't he? And after you and Mike does, Mike beat your ass. And sometimes he kiss you after he beat you up. <laughs> I seen him like whip people's ass in a good fight and kiss him and dude let him kiss him. Now that would make me want to fight some more. No motherfucker, you would kick my ass and come kick. I ain't no bitch, motherfucker. But he kicked their ass so well that they'd be like this. Thanks for the fight, man. <laughs> Just don't hit me no more, please. Just don't hit Just me no more, please. Don't hit me no more, please. <laughs> <laughs> he kissed me, so Tyson, man. People kissing, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Larry like... Holmes. I'm Larry Holmes with Campbell's soup. He looks like he hits hard, dude. You know, yeah. If you want to like yeah. you young people listening, you want to have your minds blown because you don't. Even, you've never seen anything like yeah. this. Right. Exactly. This is a show that came out in the '60s. There's not a chance that there's a young, young person people. listening. Oh, yeah. Yes, fellow boomers. Just, Justin's the young person listening. Yeah. <laughs> just talk to me. I just want. Yeah. I was hoping we get in that TikTok appeal, like that TikTok audience. <laughs> I want those TikTok numbers. Yeah, you want to like treat yourself. Just <laughs> treat yourself. You go on YouTube. Just Mike Tyson knockout compilation. It is mesmerizing. Yeah, it's insane. Like when he's so young, he's like a fucking kid in those first few fights. Like eighteen, and there's guys who are like mm -hmm. seasoned pros, and he's just throwing them around the ring, and the shot, the sound they make. It's like <laughs> oh, like you hear, you feel it. You never saw the, the speed like for a heavyweight. There's no heavyweight before or since that had that kind of speed. Had, like, you know what? This... When when it hit when what? You know what happens to the human body when somebody punches you in the liver? Do you know what happens? Because <laughs> it's not really like hitting your liver. It's like hitting the rib cage like and sending like vibrations a into your wave. liver it, it's essentially a shockwave no that's essentially what it is which activates like the nerves which just makes your blood pressure just drop to like nothing oh, wow. and mm. that's why you, you just collapse you just it's faint. like oh i'm dying <laughs> <laughs> shut everything down right oh he's, this guy died we need crumple zones around that area did you ever oh. see the tyson doc Oh, it's great. Yeah. Who's the it's director? Great. The director? Uh... Yeah, I can't remember. But the 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 knockout montage in the Tyson doc is like it's insane. Like you've never he yeah. people. It was cartoonish at one point where it's like people went across the ring like in a cartoon. Like all you hear, <laughs> you saw like the only thing that was missing was like Tweety Birds over their head, circling their head after he hit them. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite visual. <laughs> 
<laughs> it, it's like you wouldn't you would almost expect it, his hand to turn into like an anvil like in a Popeye cartoon. You see you see the a battleship on his forearm turn comes <laughs> a cartoon battleship just appears on his bicep. That crasher. Oh, it's fucking it's crazy. Yeah, I didn't like this episode. Oh wait, we're not done. Uh so he goes back and the kids like, "I made a wish." He <laughs> okay. just kept saying it. Ollie, I made the big wish then. I wish it was never knocked down. I just shut my eyes and I, I wish real hard. It was magic, Bowley. We had to have magic then. Had to, Bowley. Oh, nothing kid, left for us then. Ain't no magic. Had ain't to make no a magic, wish. A wishing or nothing like that. You're too big to have nutsy thoughts like that. You're too big to believe in fairy tales. If you wish hard enough, Bowley, it'll come true. If you wish hard enough, somebody gotta knock it out of you, don't they? Somebody gotta take you by the hair and rub your face into the world till you get the taste and feel of the way things are, don't they? It feels a little compressed this moment because they just needed to get to that 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 conflict of there is no magic, there's magic. It feels a little forced and like over melodramatic for me. He says because he doesn't believe things revert back to where they were. And he was the one who was knocked out. He comes back and they do, they repeat the shot from earlier of him walking back. And this time everybody's just like, first of all, there's that one guy. He's like, what the hell? Why didn't you use your right? Are you going to go? I, I would never have the balls to go up to a boxer after they lost the fight and say, what the fuck are you doing out there? It's amazing. Yeah. Like the, the, the brazenness yeah. people have. That's still, that's social media after every fight. Like the UFC fight was just this weekend and John Jones came back and just fucking choked out Cyril Gahn in like two minutes after not fighting for three years. And people on the internet are like, oh, man, of course that was going to happen. But I'm gonna just say, look, Cyril God's a bum. It's like, are you fucking, you know that man will kill you by just staring at you, you psychopath? Yeah, I have respect, and I, even if you're like a, like, you know, a bum, the balls to go into that, I could never do that. You just know that somebody's gonna hit you in the face. That's just your job. It's like, I don't like getting hit in the face. <laughs> Well, too bad. Well, that's the job. It's like, you're going to get hit in the face a bunch. Well, what do I do? Hit, try to hit him in the face. Hopefully, whoever hits each other in the face the most wins. So it's a, it's a tough sport. I mean, I, I guess I know there's more technical elements to it. So that, that stuff goes on backstage, though. Yeah, that goes on backstage in the green room. <laughs> That goes, they, they do a tone meeting about that beforehand. So, yeah, and he comes back and he's like, the kid's just like, hey, man, you know, you're still the champ to me, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, we'll, we'll take you to the zoo and get some ice cream tomorrow. And then he kind of backpedals on his magic stance. Maybe there is magic. And maybe there's wishes, too. I guess the trouble is, I guess the trouble is there's not enough people around to believe. He did and say he was going to take him to the zoo, right? The zoo somewhere, or the aquarium. Yeah. Somewhere, yeah, the somewhere. Zoo. I wonder if it's because uh, why they bring, <laughs> why they want to bring Adrian there and Rocky. 50 bucks. You and your girl, Adrian, you have a nice time. Yeah? Thanks. Hey, how'd you know her name? You don't think I had things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Rob. What? Remember what I told you. What'd you tell me? Take her to the zoo. They like the zoo. <laughs> Idiots like the zoo. What's his name? Does uh the bookie that he works for? Oh, uh, in Rocky. Well, I know the actor's name, Joe Spinell, because he was the guy who was in Maniac. Uh, he's in a lot of movies. Oh, so what's his name? He's Joey. Chi what's his name? Something Chichi in Godfather. Something. Right. That, yes. Same yeah, guy. Idiots like the zoo. Is it Gazzo? Gazzo. Gazzo, Mr. Gazzo. Yeah. Yeah. When's the last yeah, time? Yeah, that, that, that's a rough moment. In uh, when's the last time you guys seen the original Rocky? Uh, last few years, I watched yeah. them. 
I, don't I, I try pay. to watch them occasionally. I throw them on. There's a Rocky channel one. now. I think really? What? Yeah. It used to be the mm. Bond channel. Okay, since we're here, how do we rank Rocky films? Oh, I oh this a, could be a draft. I, oh, I have a rank. I could just tell you my rank right now. First one, one. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Before we continue, are we including the Creeds? Yes. Or just Rocky? Yeah. Okay. I, well, I can't speak because I didn't see the last Creed yet. Me yeah, neither. Okay. I right. would put Creed, the first Creed, a second, then Rocky That's Balboa, good. then Rocky Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Rocky... Sounded like you just said Rocky Balboa. What you don't like Rocky Balboa? Who compared doesn't like Rocky? To, that's not my biggest. To Rocky three and four. Oh, okay, that's you're not right. my big. Yeah, that's not right. my biggest beef. What? You said Rocky's one, and then what's two? Creed. I like Creed a lot. Creed is two over uh, Rocky all the two. Rock? It's got no, one two. Rocky... It's got to be Rocky one, Rocky two. No, Rocky two is not that great. You Disagree. motherfucker. It's okay. Disagree. No, it's got some moments, but it's like a padded out ver- re- rehash of the first one for me. Well, it's great down. stuff in it. Big thumbs down for Frank. I mean, Rocky two is okay. I'd say rock. It's okay. Get up, rock. Get up, you win. son of a bitch. Win. Just win alone. There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. Win. What are we waiting for? Take this. Okay. That's the best part. It's That's the best. The best it's the best part you can of do one the, thing the, the series. Oh, Bill Conti's music, man. That there's, a, man, 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 there's man, a lot man. of Adrian in Rocky Two. There's a lot of a Adrian. A lot of Adrian. What'd you tell me? Take it to the zoo. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of visits to the zoo in Rocky Two. A lot of visits to the zoo. Rock's IQ is down to like 45. It, gets, it goes back to normal in three, but in yeah, two, his, he's like yeah, his, out of his, his mind. His intelligence skyrockets between two and three. Like it's insane. It's like yeah. <laughs> it's like he took the stuff that Charlie took in uh, that episode of all the <laughs> science nerds couldn't even make eye more smart. Oh, flowers for Charlie? Yeah, flowers for Charlie. Because he I like, realized uh, I had two ears, so I want to learn two languages. <laughs> you just realized you had two ears? <laughs> stupid science bitches couldn't even make my friends more smarter. <laughs> hey, you're right, stupid science bitch couldn't even make I more smarter. Right, let's get out of here, man. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey folks, Frank here. So a while back, I interviewed Kansas Bowling and we talked about her upcoming film, Cuddly Toys. She sent me a screener of it and I love this film. I'm a huge fan of it. So I asked Kansas if I could cut up a radio ad for the film because I really want to help promote it. You know, she was like, sure. So here it is. I, I'm a huge fan of old horror film radio spots. I like to go to sleep to them sometimes. Yeah, I'm weird. So this is me trying to emulate that style a little bit, it, which really fits the film when you hopefully see it. This is the premiere of it. I don't know. Hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Thank you. Coming soon to theaters. I'm Professor Kansas Bowling. I'm a graduate of the University of Teenage Studies, earning my PhD in The Young Girl. This is a film for all you mothers and fathers and those who wish to be. Parents, beware. Lock up your dog. Cuddly toys. Cuddly toys. I'm so ashamed to say this, but... Stop to have sex with me. Oh, wow. A typical teenage runaway. I love the new radiated like bikini at all. I said if I loved him, he was allowed to fuck my asshole. Angel. You know that isn't what happened. She's fucking dead. We're gonna fucking deal with it, okay? Can we take her to a hospital? No! no! 
adopted model. Caged animals? It was, it was violent. You learned to like a lot. We're here to tell you about how hard our lives are. Being teenage girls. Cuddly Toys. Getting cancelled at a theater near you. I swear, this city gets crazier and crazier every day. They missed it. Oh, jeez, we got a live one. Hey, buddy, the English nobleman in my teeth told me something. Hey, if you go to wnuf.bigcartel.com, you get the out there Halloween mega tape and other products. I bet you didn't know that. Did you know that the dust balls in my living room, they're there on purpose? Did you know that? Um, do you, you want like a dollar or something? Did you just throw a cat at me? <laughs> oh my god, are you okay? I saw everything. Yeah, I think so. I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm not going to rest until I find out more about how to purchase the out there Halloween mega tape and other products from WNUF.BigCartel.com. I can tell you that much. Yes, I too would like to learn more about how to purchase the out there Halloween mega tape and other products from WNUF.BigCartel.com. I like, I really like Creed a lot. Here's why I like Rocky. I like Rocky when he's at his most fucking miserable. And in Creed, dude, I just want, I just want Rocky to make me cry. And like, uh, Creed makes me cry because he's just like so just, I don't give a fuck. I just want to die of cancer and that's the end of it. And that's, that breaks my heart. I just like watching miserable, depressed old men. So it was just like, I love, I love Creed for that. And Rocky Balboa too. Like Rocky Balboa, when they show up, when the movie starts and he has a spot for his chair that he takes to Adrian's grave in the tree. tree. Yeah. I was like, this is, I fucking love this. It's like, it doesn't matter what the movie does at this point. I'm already over the moon with this. Cause I just like, that's so heartbreaking and so perfect. Like that, that's why I put Rocky through. See, I go in order of heartbreak mm. and that's how I do. Rocky one is, is some heartbreaking stuff in there. I, I mean, I cry my eyes out at the end of Rocky. But how are you not going to do Rocky three? Well, Rocky three comes after Balboa. Cause the scene with Mickey's death is the fucking, Oh, that's a d devastating scene. Is it over? It's over. Hey. What happened? She knocked out. What wrong? What wrong? Second one. I know. That's good. We did it. We did it. We did it. Oh yeah, right, Mickey. Fucking. Oh, yeah. Did we get him? They probably could have saved him. They handled that. They kind of flubbed yeah. that. I feel like they could have got him to a hospital instead of Rocky having a heart to heart for forty five minutes and then Mick dies. Did we do it? Did we get him? Yeah, we got him. Mick, we got him. Oh, that breaks my heart. That shit. I think we can all agree what the last Rocky is, though. Right, Rocky Five. five. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. No, it's just not great. I don't no, think it's it's, it's, it's not, not it's the only one, it's the only one I skip. And not because he yeah. loses everything. Cause I love where he is in Rocky Balboa. Like when he's at the restaurant and he's just like, "Do you want to hear like old stories? People like hearing the old stories. That stuff fucking kills me. Like I love that stuff. I like him yeah. that he's like kind of the normal trajectory of most boxers from that era. I like that. I I, I don't like that he. I don't mind that he loses his money. It's that I, it's Tommy Davidson. Ugh, fucking, eh. Tommy Davidson. What's yeah. his name? Tommy, Tommy Davidson. Davidson. Tommy Davidson. <laughs> Tommy Davidson. <laughs> Tommy Davidson. <laughs> Tommy Davidson. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I wish it was Tommy Listen, Davidson. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs>
Rockers, Tommy, Tommy Davidson. Tommy Davidson from uh, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura and Nature Calls. <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> it just comes out in someone's book bag. <laughs> okay, see, that happened. And bring him to the ring. Somebody's in fucking Dolph Lundgren's book bag. He drops them all. <laughs> After that, uh, four, I think, is a fun cartoon. I thought four was number one until I watched the first four a couple of years ago in order, and four dropped off for me. It wasn't like I, I I just thought it wasn't the movie I thought it was. It's it's like a little over an hour. It's basically a music video. Yeah. But a good music video. It's like a great music video. It's on yeah. fire. Yeah. That scene's amazing. Yeah. yeah, when he climbs the mountain. That's great. Oh, I love that song. I get pumped when I hear that song. Yeah, it's a good one. It's very campy. It's very campy. It's a cartoon. Yeah. Polly fucks a robot. What the hell is that? That's my girl. Thanks, honey. You're welcome. It's a nice song. It's my favorite. You're the greatest. See you, sport. See you. Paul, who taught her to talk like that? She loves me. Oh. <laughs> the fuck is going on in that movie? Yeah, that's uh, Salone really lost his like working class sensibilities by that point. It's like I can't relate to any of this anymore, Salone. <laughs> by this point, he's just solving like mathematical quantum <laughs> equations. At this point, he's his own accountant. Yeah, he, he made the robot. <laughs> <laughs> it was great that they brought him back down by Rocky Balboa. That stuff's great. I really like that stuff. And then Creed Two, I just think it's Rocky Four Part Two. And yeah. in that yes. sense, it's like eh, it's not I'd bad. I'd still put it ahead of Rocky Four, I think, though. Yeah, it might be. I, yeah, objectively, yeah. But I, yeah. I, for the camp value of it, I kind of... Yeah, yeah. what I want. <laughs> I agree about Creed. I think Creed fucking rocks. It has I one of my Creed. favorite Goosebump sport movie yeah, moments ever. Really yeah. Oh, dude, when he, at the end, it has one of the, the second best final fight. Because I don't think the fights, they're like... They're you can't like, even compare them, really. Yeah. The Rocky versus Creed stuff. I mean, the Rocky versus Creed stuff, the first one, when Bill Conti's, like, so, I forget the name of the track, but it's an amazing track. I, I tear up every time creed knocks him down and it's the count and adrian just walks in she closes her eyes and he gets back up again when you turn they cut back to apollo the look on his face of are you fucking kidding me yeah, yeah. it brings tears to my eyes every time it's like you gotta be fucking kidding me like and he's just like holy shit i just love the message that's like look life's gonna win no matter what but you at least break its fucking ribs before you go down that's why the creed moment is so good he gets knocked down they're doing flashbacks it's like the girlfriend the mom him and rock but he's still down he's not moving as the camera's just getting closer and then they show apollo for like half a second and he goes and his body oh. just fucking leaps up mm. and you're like okay people are like clapping in the theater they're like let's then, fucking go man then you hear that Great they finally because yeah. they've been holding back the music this whole time yes and they, they fucking save it. With it you're like ah! <laughs> yeah yeah. And also that boxing match yeah. that's a oneer, that's whole fight that's like shot in one take is fucking insane. On a yeah, the choreography fight. is sick. Amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you see what's going on with Michael B. Jordan right now with that woman who interviewed him? No. Mm -mm. Oh, it's great. So some girl he went to high school with who used to call his call him corny. 
just came up to him on the red carpet. She has like some kind of show. And she's like, he's like, you used to call me corny, didn't you? He's like, no, no. And she got like so flustered. And, and like, she's just like, no, but you're killing it now. <laughs> just like trying to pretend they're friends. Like, hey, we need to go way, way back. He's like, yeah, you used to call me corny. Get the fuck away from me. And you know, we know each other. We go way back all the way to Chad Science in Newark, okay? Corny kid, right? <laughs> no, I did not say that. Misquoted for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's, it was great. Fantastic. Oh, and everybody's just been, the memes that came out of that are. Oh, oh I can imagine. Did everybody watch the Chris Rock special uh, where he finally talks about? I watched the first half of it, then I fell asleep. I watched the whole thing. Uh, it's good. Uh, a lot of people are not, people are like saying it's too late. And I, I understand the point. It's like, listen, anything he does, this was memed so hard for so long. It's just basically like revisiting an old meme. It's like, what can he bring to it? But with that in mind, it's like, but that's the job. Like, you have to really, like, craft this. Yeah. Like, you know, he can't just, it's not like, he doesn't have that luxury of being able to just sit at the computer and just throw up, like, you know, a template. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's the same time, I think he handled it as best he could. But also, he was looking for the payday. He's like, that's the thing. It's like, why didn't he respond? Because it's like, listen. He knows that where he he could shop this around is an hour oh, long sure. special. They they did it live on Netflix. They did it live the first time ever. Yeah, oh, so was he was going for the payday. He's like, I'm not gonna fucking a. I'm gonna get paid for this shit. I'm getting fucking as much money as I can for this. And b. It's like I'll say what I want once I'm fucking paid. Why would yeah. I give that away? So I understand it from a business perspective why he waited so long. Because I'm sure he could have came up with something funny on the spot. Yeah, like, sure. No, 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 I'm not giving you that. I'll let you fucking wait for it. It's a showman tactic. Yeah. He made the most out of, like, a bad situation, so I respect him for that. It's like, good, get fucking paid for that. This episode, though. Did you guys notice that the during the boxing match, the arena was empty at some times? They said that they could only afford a certain amount of extras, so they mm. had to just keep moving them around, and they said some shots just, it was like, they just did it. Yeah, what and could you do? Because just... the camera's got to be moving for those kind of things, so it's right. just like, it's only so much you can do. It's like in one scene, they're there, and then they would cut back, and there'd be just no one in the, in the stand. Like, where'd yeah. they all go? It truly is the Twilight Zone. <laughs> it was okay I, I, in in the grand sense of things it was neat it's more interesting for its place in history and that matters i think that's significant yeah it's not like a toss away thing that it, matters it, yeah i mean in terms of content not its best but it's uh, again but it's like wow it's just it was so surreal honestly just watch it's like they're not gonna bring up race once that's fucking amazing that'd be the name of the episode now right that's the thing that bothers me it's like these fucking companies that just want to say see look what we did and pat mm -hmm. themselves on the back it's just like oh good for you and that's the bottom line <laughs> and i'm stone cold dt stone and that's cold. the bottom line stone cold dt wants to go cheeseburger <laughs> is that the funniest video of all time it might be. Stone Cold E.T. is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's never not funny to me. Like, I can it's watch it. It's always funny. I can watch it now. It'll be like the first time I've ever seen it. And I'll laugh every time. Once again, a little onion and a little meat on. Like, I'm losing my mind. Just it's they, perfect. They can't hear him in the mask, and they ask him to drop. He has to shift. He has to shift. When he looks down to shift, is the greatest thing ever. You see this E.T. head fold completely down. <laughs> <laughs> he can't see in the mask that he's driving around like that. <laughs> it's perfect. It's never not funny. Like I'll go back and look at memes that I thought were funny back like five years ago, and I'm like, ah, that hasn't aged that well. Nah, that one I can watch. Doesn't no matter when you put it on. Fucking time, I'm dying laughing. John, have you ever seen Stone Cold DT? No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, oh. I'm fucking screen sharing it after this. Oh my you. god, it is wonderful. Stone Cold ET. It's so funny. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> it makes sense. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. 
some guy <laughs> does the best stone cold impression you ever see. It just happens to be E.T. What'd you say, E.T.? What? What'd you say, E.T.? What? I said I want to order two cheeseburgers, and that's the bottom line. Cause no stone cold, love a little white castle burger with a little onion, with a little meat on it. Cause there's nothing like stone cold Steve Austin eating those little white castle burgers. You know stone cold like a little white castle action. Well, I'm busy fighting off aliens when I'm busy being a crap out Will Smith and Independence Day or being up in that robot. Stone Cold E.T. is gonna whoop some ass. Give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Stone Cold E.T. is gonna whoop some ass. And that's the bottom line. <laughs> well, what's our rating on this one? Seven. Yeah, I was going to go seven lamps. Mm. Go five. I'll give it a six. It was good. I mean, I get importance and stuff of the episode, but as far as a a zone. Some really neat visual stuff I really liked in there. I love the shot of him knocked out. Yeah. That that shot from from under the mat, essentially, Mm -hmm. from under him. I love that shot. Tight, tight, like tiger. What? What? And now, Mr. Serling. Greetings from the Low Rent District. Next week, we follow the fortunes and misfortunes of Mr. Larry Blyton, who plays the role of one Rocky Valentine, an itinerant second story man who shot dead in an alley one night, then goes to his just rewards. This little item here being one of them. This one you can watch with a tongue in your cheek. It's called A Nice Place to Visit. Next week on The Twilight Zone.